looking for somebody as brave as they are kind. And finally, I found it when I felt your hand in mine. Well, honey, I've been dreaming about the way we'll say I do. And now I plan to see it through. I am queerly in love and wildly connected to you. Queerly Beloved, welcome back to this week's episode. It's your host, Anna, and owner of Wildly Connected Photography. I am so excited to be with you all this week because it is the last episode of 2023, which is insane because that means that I've had this podcast for just about a year now. I, yeah, I never thought that I was going to be a podcast host, but yeah, this year has just been so, so amazing. So I just wanted to start with a quick recap of the year before diving into this week's episode. So over the past year, over 1,600 of you have listened to the podcast from 60 different cities, both East and West Coast. And we also have listeners in Europe, Asia, and Australia. And I think it's important just to note like the biggest takeaways and the most downloaded episodes. So the episodes that were most listened to and shared were why every wedding should be a little queer and queer alternatives to heteronormative wedding traditions, which I feel like that those are just big wins because that's the whole purpose of this podcast. Of course, there's been branching into other areas too as using the podcast as a means for us to connect with one another, learn from another. But I'm just so excited to see that those episodes got so many downloads and I just I hope that continues. So if you want to revisit those episodes, please do. Or if you have not yet listened to those episodes, highly recommend going back to the first couple episodes and giving them a listen. And outside of that, I just wanted to say a big thank you. I know in this day and age, there's so many podcasts, like so many. You can open up Spotify or Apple Podcasts and you'll get like 12 million different recommendations for you. And honestly, I'm a big podcast girly. I listen to a lot. So I know that there's a lot of content out there and a lot of things to be listening to. And I'm just so grateful for everybody that takes the time to listen to this and for those of you that listen every week as well just it means a lot and honestly yeah this podcast is just turning out better than I could have ever imagined it's been such a cool opportunity to just act as a means of connection with people in the industry people outside of the industry It's opened the door for so many cool conversations that happen both on air and off air. And it's just been so, so great. So truly, thank you to everybody who listens. It means the world. And I hope that you will continue to listen in 2024 and continue sharing episodes. When I see people sharing them and and talking about the episode, it just makes my whole day, makes my whole week. So keep doing that. And we are going to dive right into this week's episode. So I'm sure you'll be able to tell 
by the title of the episode, but this episode is all about asking your partner's parents for quote-unquote permission to marry their child. So recently, as many of you, maybe some don't know, that I've joined the ranks of other LGBTQ couples who are thinking about all things marriage and wedding and engagement and actually being in those shoes, it gives me a lot of things to think about and think through a lot of questions and processes and things like that. So the question is like, if you're queer, what do you do about the whole, do I have to ask my partner's parents for their hand in marriage? Like, yeah, seems like a gray area. So I will start out by personally saying that this is not something that my partner and I did. And that's because I don't have contact with my parents and with her parents. It just honestly would have been weird and probably would have turned out for the worse. So it's not something that we personally did or walked through. And so I'm actually re-recording this episode because I really wanted to get insight from those of you in the community to share your experiences, your thoughts on it. But before I dive into that, I did just want to lay the groundwork for this whole conversation, right? Because now it's, it's a thing, but where did that thing come from? And so essentially, this tradition is does go back a very long way. And it's It's basically tied to women being seen as a form of property and essentially there needed to be a deal or dowry or something along those lines negotiated between two men to figure out if the marriage was suitable and just a lot of themes of essentially making sure that the daughter was going to be taken care of and protected and cherished and all of that which even just those themes on their own I think can be seen as a little bit outdated, right? Because it's a partnership for a reason. There shouldn't necessarily be somebody in the relationship that is above the other and therefore needs to solely defend that person, right? So there's a lot of things about this tradition that run way far back that do have some pretty messed up ties just in terms of Nowadays, it's very much seen as like a gesture, right? Like it's a gesture of respect to the parents. Some people may see it as like romantic or that kind of thing, but it hasn't always just been a gesture. And I do think that while mostly here in America, it's a gesture, I do think that there's still faith communities and very traditional cultures and practices that see it more as a requirement um, or very strongly suggested. So all that is to say, like, I just wanted to give a refresh on, like, where this whole question is even coming from because, yeah, it's been going on for a long time. So with all of that in mind, I wanted to ask you all what your experience and thoughts were on it. And oh, my goodness. Y'all have some thoughts. Like, I think out of all of the things I've asked and shared on my social channels, like, this is something that has by far gotten one of the most, just like biggest responses because, yeah. And it's very clear that everybody has 
very much like different experiences, their own perspective on it. So I'm going to go through and read some of y'all's responses. I'm just to keep everything super anonymous. I'm not going to say names or pronouns. I'm just going to keep everything super, read some of both sides, and then we'll go from there. So we're going to start out with, for context, we both proposed. We each spoke with each other's families ahead of time, but more so told them our proposal ideas and asked what they thought of our plans instead of asking permission. They were all thrilled for us. When I talked to their dad, it was the first time I saw him cry. Happy tears. The idea of asking permission as if we were our parents' property really didn't jive with us, so we felt good about going about it in this way. I think that's super cool. Essentially saying that, like, we were more so, like, asserting, like, hey, this is going to happen, but if you would like to be involved and have ideas, I'm all ears. So love that. We also have, nope, blank told their parents it was coming and I didn't say anything till after. We discussed it and it just didn't feel right. We'd both met each other's families, but asking permission felt like it was taking away from our own agency. So I think there is like quite a few messages like this, the idea of like taking away from your own agency, which I'm also like, yeah, so much power to you all. Like at the end of the day, it is just you two. And I'm hoping that that's the world that we're living in now or creating as we speak of it's it is a partnership between the two of you or potentially other people if you're in a non-monogamous relationship. But I'll just read a couple other responses along those same lines of, nope, we had discussed it and felt like an archaic tradition and not important to us. Also, no, my fiance is no one's property and they can make their own decisions. So like I said, lots of strong opinions, lots of different ideas. No, but I considered it. I asked my partner what they wanted and they said no to the tradition. So I love that too. I think that's a really common theme here too is that it really seems like a point of discussion which I just think is really cool whereas in the past it was just assumed like okay well you can't even really ask me what I think because you got to talk to my dad first like no I think it's super super cool that you all are have been discussing it and I think that's the biggest thing right let's read a couple other ones here Got just a bunch of just no or no periods. And then we got a, we gave notice as a couple, but I didn't ask individually because it would have been a no from the parents, which is the same with me. So I feel yeah, it's, it's rough out there. We also have a because of my past with my queer relationships and my family, I asked my partner not to ask. We didn't. We thought that this is our private relationship and the only person I really needed to ask is them. So, yeah, I think there's definitely lots of themes of that, just of like it's between us. It's something that like we discussed and it wasn't a tradition that felt applicable or enjoyable for us. However, I did also want to share some of the responses that were on the opposite just because. I think it's really great to see and hear from both sides. So a couple of you said, yes, I asked 
both parents and we had a super meaningful conversation. So again, even that is like a super simple thing of being like, hey, I want to talk to both parents and not just make this like a dad thing, like dad owning a daughter. Like, yeah, I think that's that's a super cool way to change the tradition. We also have a, I did, it just felt right for me to do so, not to be traditional, but just so happy that we did. I did. I centered the conversation on future plans and my why of marrying her. So, I mean, again, like, I think that's really cool if you can. Obviously, like, there is an element here of parents caring for their children and wanting them to be happy and feel taken care of in a relationship. So, I think that is, if we're keeping a general, that's like a super great thing, right? Just, wanting to make sure that your kids are taken care of and if that's what it's about and you talk to both parents and it can be that way that's awesome I love that there's also a couple of people just basically being like my partner plans on asking and asked that I asked their parents yes it just felt right to me I told them I had to come over to discuss birthday plans but I lied <laughs> I love that yes we have another, yes, I asked the permission of all the immediate family. I think that's actually really cute. Like, I feel like that's more so just like, hey, like, I want to be in your life and I want to be in their life for forever. And like, is it cool if I join your family? I think that's super cute. I love that. There's another one that's kind of like my fiance asked, but more so gave them the heads up as to what was happening. I can really appreciate that too like if your family is cool and supportive but don't necessarily want to have that conversation I feel like just letting them know is a cool way for them to still feel like involved and they get to feel like they're in on the secret without it having to be a conversation centered around permission last what I wanted to share was I did ask my partner's parents but I think this stems from my own culture being Mexican so Again, that's super awesome. Like if it's something that is part of you and like part of culture, that is amazing. Especially if, again, it feels like something that can maybe just feel more neutral or more family members are involved. I think that's super, super great. So thank you all so much for sharing your insights and your own personal experiences with me. I think it's so insightful to learn from all of you and yeah, that's the gist of this podcast. Like, there's no way for there to be one right or wrong answer here. I think that the biggest thing is that this tradition just really needs to fully shift away from there being any kind of ownership, like, or transferring of ownership. That's just, that needs to go because I think that's harmful and I would hope that people entering into a marriage feel like their own individual people who are capable of making their own healthy decisions for them. So I think the biggest thing is that for those who still want to participate and kind of honor that tradition, maybe just think about ways that it can feel shifted away from that power dynamic or the dynamics of permission and more so being like hey we want to be in each other's lives like 
is it cool if I join along with your family? But I think at the end of the day, it's really up to you as a couple. I think it's something that really needs to be discussed ahead of time because how your partner feels about that is super important too, right? You wouldn't want to go talk to their parents behind their back without them knowing and it end up being something that they really didn't want either too. And so the biggest thing is I think just shifting it away from any kind of property or ownership and maybe just more so in a mutual invitation to each other and maybe just letting the parents feel that special moment of getting to know that their child is about to be super happy and things like that. So that is all I have for you. If you have not yet talked to your partner about this, maybe y'all can have a fun little chat after this and check in with each other. But I I think it's just something really interesting to think about because we are so far removed from that time period where it was an actual requirement and a dowry and all of that. And that is the last episode of 2023, which is insane. But thank you again so much for listening, for joining along with me this past year. I'm wishing you all a fantastic New Year's. Stay safe, make good choices, and I will see you all in 2024. Queerly Beloved, I'm so glad we gathered here together to learn and grow and make the world a better place. Just in case no one's told you yet today, you are loved and accepted just as you are and all are welcome here. If you need someone to talk to, or just want to say hi, or in need of a photographer, you can find me at Wildly Connected Photo on Instagram. If you enjoyed this episode or you feel like you learned something, please take just a few seconds to leave me a five-star review. It would mean so much and help others to find the podcast so we can all keep learning together. Clearly, you are all the best, so have an awesome day.